And then plus because we're photographing food and we don't mess around with it too much, we get to eat it all afterwards, which is always a plus. That is a bonus. Yeah. Yes. And Wagamama food is yes. nice. Yes. Yeah. Can't complain. Welcome back to Astronaut to Zookeeper podcast. I'm the art teacher formerly known as Miss Willis, and I'm on a mission to catch up with former students to see what career paths they have taken and what advice they would give their 14-year-old self, all with the aim to open up the imagination for young people when it comes to life after school. And I'm joined by the lovely Sarah Langley. Hello. Thanks for coming. No problem. Tell us what you do for a living. Okay, so I am a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. My job title is Global Design Manager at Wagamama. So I am responsible for creating or overseeing all of the graphic design for the Wagamama restaurant chain. That is amazing. Like the fact that you've got the word global in your job title. That's, yeah, that's pretty bad. cool, right? <laughs> what did you want to be when you were five years old? Can you remember? I think I probably wanted to be a singer or a dancer, something like that. I was doing all sorts of ballet lessons, singing lessons, that kind of thing. Um, But I do have a very vivid memory of creating kids' birthday cards, um, like making it on the computer, printing it out, Mm -hmm. and then I would sit in front of a mirror and I'd pretend to be a kids' TV presenter and I'd hold up the cards... I'd be like, oh, and look, today we've got Harry. Harry is three today. Have a lovely birthday. (laughs) I used to watch this on TV, I think on Milkshake or whatever was on Channel 5. And I used to do that. So it's always been something creative. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a bit weird. No, I love it. So you made the cards. It wasn't just a kind of, you know, pick up a piece of paper. You made the card. Yeah. And then you were presenting. And I'd present it to the mirror. So obviously I knew you as a teenager being in my art class. Um, so did it did it change? I know you were still doing, you were still singing, weren't you, at school? Yeah. So were there any other aspirations at that sort of age as a teenager? I think I was still on the sort of music, singing, dancing mm-hmm. um, sort of path. Yeah. Possibly more of the musical theatre path at that point. Okay. Um, but it was actually in your class... Where you were the first person to ever tell me what graphic design was. Really? It yeah. happened there it in, in T3. Was it T3? Oh gosh, I forgot the names of the rooms. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I remember not wanting to add any shading to this particular painting we were doing. Right. And I think you said, have you ever heard of graphic design? <laughs> and then that sort of opened my eyes. I was like, okay, yeah. There let's, you go. Let's have a look at this then. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks for that. If you had to describe what a graphic designer was like to an alien, keeping it really simple, can you can you describe what it is you do? So I guess the way to describe it in like the least amount of words, mm-hmm. which still needs a little bit of explanation after that, <laughs> would be visual problem solving. Okay. So you're you've got a problem, you've got all of these words, these pictures, you need to try and make it all work together. Yep. It's kind of like taking each of the elements as a piece of the jigsaw puzzle and trying to get them to fit together in the most okay. effective way to communicate something. Right, so communication is key yeah. to it. And uh, when you say a problem, could you give us a, an example? Um, it could be something like um, 
there's an event going on Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that people know about the event and they've got all the information that they need to get there Mm -hmm. Um, and you need to try and make them want to go as well so it's taking all of the bits and pieces the um, what is it where is it what it looks like um, something that will grab people to to look at it and Mm -hmm. want to be there and try and find a way to fit all of that information together onto a page or onto something online to try and communicate that effectively what's the the most common misconception of your job what do people think you do would you say lots of people assume that I can draw okay I wouldn't say that I can really draw it's it's like me when it comes to Pictionary just because I was an art (laughs) teacher everyone thinks I'm amazing at Pictionary I'm bad at Pictionary yeah no I'm not good do you go too detailed (laughs) I I don't know I think I panic um but yeah there's this assumption that I guess anything art related is like you must be an amazing drafts person but yeah yeah. no people assume that I can draw really well and I think sometimes that's why certain people go towards graphic design okay if you're not amazing at drawing beautifully graphic design is another way of sort of expressing that creativity in a way where you don't have to be able to do lifestyle Right, so realistic. Um, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I also can't build websites or things like that. So although I do graphic design, graphic design doesn't always mean being able to do everything on a website mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. scratch. Can you think of um, a day where you've been like, this is very cool, I've got a really cool job. Um, can you think of an example of a, a best day at work? Oh, it's hard. There probably isn't a whole day in particular but there are definitely sort of parts of certain days Mm -hmm. where I've thought yeah this is the best job um one of uh, an example of that is the photo shoots that we go to okay um so quite often I will be like assisting or art directing photo shoots for campaigns that we are doing um and because my whole career I've worked within the food and restaurant industry so photographing food is always so interesting. You work with food stylists who yeah. make the food look beautiful. They come in with their tweezers and paintbrushes and they're painting oil and water onto things to make it look as appetising as possible. Okay. Um, and it's just fascinating and it's just really... It's, it just feels really a, a cool thing to be doing. Yeah. It doesn't feel like work. Okay, okay. Um, and then plus, because we're photographing food and we don't mess around with it too much, we get to eat it all afterwards, which is always a plus. That is a bonus. Yeah. Yes. And Wagamama food is yes. nice. Yes. Yeah. Can't complain. So when you're on a photo shoot then, so what is it that you're actually doing then? Are you kind of directing it all, telling people what, what you want? What's what, what's your role within that? Um, so I guess I would be quite involved with the initial briefing. Mm-hmm. So letting the photographer and the food stylist know what we're hoping to, to get at the end of the shoot. So where the, um, where the photography would be used, which is quite often in some sort of like advertising okay. um, collateral. So... Uh, like the big posters that are outside restaurants, things that are actually on the menus, mm-hmm. on the website, that kind of thing. Um, so we'll give them like the vision, maybe some uh, sort of visual examples as a mood board. And then it's up to me and someone else from the marketing team to be there on the day just to keep an eye on everything and make sure that we are 
heading in the right direction things okay. are looking the way that we want and basically kind of signing things off as we go along okay so you're kind of like the conductor of the orchestra in the yeah sense. i suppose so making yeah. sure we're on track and we get what we need so then on the other end of the spectrum what's what's difficult can you describe a difficult day at work or or a day that you're sort of thinking why am i doing this yeah so i guess one of the one of the negatives about being in the creative industry is that it's very subjective so Mm. not everyone is going to like what you do right okay um and there can be times where it feels like no one likes anything that you're doing and it can be a bit disheartening um but you do always get there in the end Okay. It might not feel like it at the time, and it, like especially when campaigns get scrapped last minute and you have to suddenly try and hurry something through, mm. it can feel very, very challenging. But then once you've managed to get it sorted and approved and everyone's happy on the other side, you get a massive sense of mm. sort of achievement after that. But at the time, it can be really draining and okay. you're not feeling massively inspired when you need to be. So, so you have to be someone who's able to take criticism yeah would you say yeah you need to be able to detach yourself and I suppose on one hand try and explain why you've presented this particular option Mm -hmm. um, and try and explain why you think this is the best solution but then if that's not what is what your sort of boss is after or Mm -hmm. your client is after um, then being able to take a step back rethink again and try not to take it too personally mm. just try and approach it from another another angle what would you say an average day is for you like what's what's a monday like for you okay what? so typical monday um i would arrive in our office which is called noodle hq noodle hq yeah. i love that noodle hq <laughs> which is in the middle of soho okay um i'd arrive there for about 9 a.m yeah um typically catch up on any emails see if any new um, sort of project briefs have come in, Mm -hmm. if there's any sort of edits to be made on uh, things that I've been working on recently. Um, So I catch up on things like that. And then I would start working my way through my list of um, sort of current jobs and requests that are going on. So it could be anything as big as like a national campaign, Mm -hmm. which would go across all of the restaurants. Um, And because a large part of that campaign is the placemats that we have on the table in front of every guest. Right. There can be up to three million of those printed for each campaign. So that's quite a big, a big thing to be working on. Um, Or it could be a restaurant that want to make sure a poster is 100% on brand, even if it just says, sorry, our toilets are out of order today. <laughs> so it can be from one extreme to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the odd meeting now and then. So Mondays when our marketing team get together. So I sit within the marketing team um, and we'd have an hour long catch up just talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Maybe doing a bit of brainstorming for a, um, a campaign that's coming up. So are you, in terms of the design for Wagamama, is it what you do is pr- print-based. How yes. about things like furniture and like all of that sort of thing? Is that another department? Yeah, so that's another department. Okay. So do you liaise in any way? I mean, because there needs to be a, a, a sort of yeah, sometimes aesthetic, I suppose. Yeah, so we we have a design surgery. Surgery. Um, a surgery. I yeah, I think once a month. Um, and it would be me with the design director. Okay. Uh, the design director is more of like the 
interior design mm-hmm. um like designing the buildings designing the space so not the graphic design not print design sure. um so it would be me and him um the marketing director i think sometimes the ceo pops in she used to be our um, chief marketing officer so she's very sort of visual creative okay. um she she loves to see things the mm-hmm. way that she works is she likes to see so she pops into that sometimes um and then sometimes people from the brand team so we'll share what we're working on or what we have just worked on so that we can keep aligned in terms yeah. of what things are looking and feeling like and okay. we might grab ideas from each of the different departments okay so some of the furniture or some of the artwork that they want to put on the wall, like sometimes they play mm. with graffiti or they're thinking about more sort of manga style um, mm. art, that can then influence what we might start doing okay. for a future campaign. So here's a question. <laughs> what would you have to do to get fired from your job, would you say? Um, probably the easiest way to be fired would be to make a very, very big mistake that would cost the business a lot of money. Okay. I think it would have to be something to do with losing money. Okay. Um, But then probably, like, continuously underperforming with no signs of progress. That Mm -hmm. might be another Mm -hmm. slower route. Um, (laughs) Get lots of warnings. Yeah. 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 But I don't don't think it's particularly easy to be fired, luckily. Um, but yeah, I would imagine it would be a, a big mistake. So in terms of money and stuff for, for graphic designers, obviously it depends where you're working and the country and for who you're working. But is there a kind of an average starting salary for somebody who's a graphic designer, would you say? Yeah, I think average starting probably around London would be between twenty to 25,000 a year. Okay. Um, that would be for like a junior graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I suppose if you were to then work your way up from there to becoming like a creative director, you could be reaching something like 90,000 a year. Right, okay. Um, So it can jump up quite nicely if you're on the right right track. What's your favourite thing to draw? (laughs) I know you said that you don't... Perhaps it's it's not draw. What's your favourite thing to photograph or collage or what... Say if you're at home and you're feeling a bit creative, what would you do? So this might sound weird as well, but... No, nothing's weird. I really just like handwriting things. Okay. So I, that might be my type of drawing. Okay. So I've got an online list of what I need to do each day. Yeah. So I've got my spreadsheet where everything is filed in there. First thing I do every single day at work is I open that digital sheet and I handwrite out everything into my notebook so that I've got a written list as well. That's so interesting. And I've got notebooks all over the place with lists, like, okay, what do I want to do this weekend? What do I want to achieve by Sunday night? I think I just... I like writing. I love that. So you're I don't a list like, person. I don't like creatively writing. Like, okay. I won't write stories or poems. I just like writing. So the physical <laughs> process of writing. Yeah. I love that. Have you got a quill pen? I don't. I did some calligraphy before. I did a workshop a few years ago. And I do have that tucked away, but I should probably bring that out again at some point and get back on that. So what's your... What do you write with? What's your go-to? Just a standard biro. Standard biro. So you're a biro fan. Yeah, nothing fancy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's obviously... 
in your in your work um, designing for Wagamama text is important right mm. uh, so you, just sort of imagining the how big are they like a3 sheets of yeah like just menu? a little bit smaller than a3. yeah okay and that's essentially it's text heavy it needs to be because it's it's showing you what's on the menu um so are you are you a fan of typography then are you one of these people that are like that's a great font yeah, yeah. big 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 fan i think okay. it's partly because when i was at university i entered a competition um, with the ISTD, which I think is the is it Institute well, Imperial Society of Typographic Designers, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was on quite a small course, so I basically had one to one tuition mm. with a real purist typography loving tutor. Okay. Um, and I made a book. I created a book, um, and it was using quite sort of experimental text and typography um, and I'd never really studied it as closely mm-hmm. as I had until then so now I feel like I'm a bit of a, a purist when it comes to typography okay. and how something should look on a page and just the balance of text on a page as well mm. so I yeah I, I really really like working with text. So do you get free Wagamama's we do. You do. We do. Completely yes. free. We've got like a rough allowance of like 200, 250 a month. Uh, okay. Um, That's pretty good. Which is doable. Yeah, you could take like a group of friends a couple of times a month if you yeah. wanted to. It includes alcohol as well. Like Does nothing. It? Yeah, nothing's off limits. Only thing we can't do is like Deliveroo, just because Deliveroo is like slightly run mm-hmm. is, runs things slightly separately. So. Um, wow. But yeah, we had it for dinner last night. <laughs> As we're talking about it, I'm just sort of imagining Wagamama's food. And it is kind of really well presented mm. as well. So obviously some strategy has gone into where they place things on the on on the actual bowls as well. There, there's yeah. a real there's a real aesthetic to it. Yeah, we're very lucky we don't have to do much in terms of like creative direction. Right, okay. Because our, our chefs are so passionate that they yeah. want to make sure everything is picture perfect every time okay. and I guess having somewhere like Japan to take all of our inspiration from I was about that, to say yeah that makes everything a whole lot easier as well because Japan just have so much respect for how things are presented and it's just great to take influence from somewhere like that if you were to go back to school now uh, knowing that you'd have the career that you do, so being a graphic designer, would you actually do anything differently? Or what advice would you give yourself, that sort of thing? Um, it's hard to say, really, because everything's kind of fallen into place quite nicely. But I'd probably try and be a bit more uh, like curious with software mm-hmm. and just trying things like Photoshop and other um, like creative softwares. Sure just because when you find that you do actually have to start using them and you don't know where to begin, mm. it's nice to have had that little sort of introduction where you've just played okay. around. So are you? do you use mostly like the Adobe software, so yeah. Illustrator and... Yeah, mainly that? InDesign, Illustrator, Photoshop. If somebody then was interested in kind of following in your footsteps um being a graphic designer what what advice would you give them um i would say number one is try and get as much experience as you can okay um so if you can go and help out um in 
like a creative industry somewhere um sort of volunteer yeah maybe volunteer or if you know someone that does some something similar Mm. um it would be great just to get some sort of work experience there so that you're um you've got an understanding of what what happens there Mm. um to play around and experiment as well so as i mentioned before about software i think it's so important to try and have like a slight foundation so that Mm. you're familiar so you're not going completely in cold and that's and that's uh, a lot easier nowadays isn't it mm, i mean there's yeah. there are apps there where you can be quite creative with yeah. your digitally with your photographs and all of that sort of thing so yeah, yeah recommend just playing around yeah okay. i would um i did a foundation year um straight after um high school as well okay and that is usually a really good um opportunity to have a play around as well mm that gives you another chance to try all sorts of different creative, different creative things. So if you were hiring a new member of your team, what sort of things do you look for? Um, so I think the main one, personality-wise, would be to come across as being very reliable, um, very um, sort of curious and enthusiastic as well. Okay. So that tends to be key, just someone that is going to really get stuck in and be involved mm. rather than just sort of observing from the sidelines um it's great to see some sort of confidence in um like creative software as well that's always great to see too but obviously something that you can teach Mm. um attention to detail is quite a big one in my kind of job as well especially when we're working with menus and the prices on menus as well okay if we were to get prices wrong we could lose the business quite a lot of money right um so yeah, lots of attention to detail, making sure that you're always checking back over things. Okay. So it's, it's probably more kind of personality-based than creative-based, I okay. would say, are like the important ones. That's so interesting because perhaps people might not immediately think that. They'll think mm. of, you know, what, what they can show in their portfolio or, or their qualifications, but actually it's who they are as an individual, you know, being curious and uh, things that perhaps can't be taught. So that's yeah. that's something to, for people to really think yeah. about. And you're if you're... Always, you're always developing, like, the creative sides, like, mm. always. I will look back at a piece of work I did last year and think, oh, my gosh, like, why, why did I do it like that? <laughs> but, though, like you say, those personality traits you can't necessarily teach those so those are like nice solid foundations to build from interesting so if you're the type of person that's always asking questions about potentially how things are made and looking noticing little details Mm. and little things so if you're reading a magazine and you notice a typo or something like that then maybe you'll join my team i need people like you (laughs) well that is it thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you it's been great Okay, be honest, who now really wants to go out and get a Wagamama's? (laughs) I know I do. Uh, Thank you, Sarah, so much for chatting to us about the world of graphic design. Um, Now, if you were listening to this and thinking, do you know what? I'm one of those people that have got a really good eye for detail and I really like the way that things are placed on posters, etc. Then maybe graphic design is for you. So head on over to our Instagram page, which is at Astro Zookeeper, where you'll find that Sarah has left three pieces of advice her follow-up three for anybody interested in pursuing this type of career and of course as ever thanks to you for listening